The first off-season fan mail Friday for Locked On Angels, and we asked you, what should the Angels focus on as they prepare for 2024? And you had a lot of thoughts, really good thoughts, and we're sharing them right now. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And you can help out the show in a few ways. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, hit that subscription button and become a Locked On everydayer. And whether you're on the audio side or the video side, make sure to leave a comment. It's the best way to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. Hey, thanks for being here for this Fan Mail Friday edition of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Fresh Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Mike, I'm really excited about today because we had so many great submissions for our question. Look, we know Artie is going to be here, and nothing changes until he sells the team, and you know we're, we're reminded of that daily in our comments and on Twitter. and da, 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 da. <laughs> But you have to work within the confines of your circumstances, and even though those circumstances are you know, not great because Artie right. isn't going anywhere anytime soon, I felt like it was a good idea for us to kind of explore how the Angels could improve in 2024 outside of the confines of yeah. we need a new owner. We all agree we would love a new owner. We'd love somebody who loves baseball and enjoys watching their team win. Right now, it's not the way it's looking. And so yeah. our Locked On Everydayers sent in some great suggestions, Mike, that I'm really looking forward to. In fact, the first round of suggestions all had to do with health and the medical staff and the yep. training staff. In fact, we had suggestions regarding the Angels training the medical staff from uh, Nosagerek, CJB661, El Rubenoso, and Shelby XYXT on Instagram. And they all had great questions about the training staff and the medical staff. But I think our friend Swilly Sports on Twitter summed it up very well. Mike, why don't you read what Swilly had to say? Yeah, she's great. Super smart baseball fan. She said, if I was Artie, and then she had the puke emoji, if I was Artie, <laughs> I'd be taking a deeper look and putting money into our athletic training department. I have no idea what that department looks like internally, other than the fact that we've fired and hired so many times in the last few years in mm -hmm. hopes of injury numbers improving, but they don't. So not necessarily hiring someone new, but improving what we have. Seemingly the department is behind the times in terms of philosophy and practices, equipment and overall education, maybe a combination of all three. Are we even holding players accountable to get treatment? Injuries have been the largest issue as of recent years. So that's where my focus would go. Love that. I love that too. And, and it's funny that she mentioned, are we holding players accountable to their treatment? Because Great question. I, I think I had suggested earlier this season, do we know if the players are doing the regiment that they're supposed to be doing in terms sure. of stretching and doing all the pre-warm-ups that they're supposed to do? I mean, you, you'd think so, but, yeah, yeah. you know. You know, but just, I know this was years ago, but CJ Wilson's tweet just is in my mind at the moment. And when he said, that, you know, hey, uh, you know, if you just run to first base, um, that would be the great way to get started for spring right. training, That'll right? Warm me up. And, and hey, if you stop by Chick-fil-A and get a get one of those chicken sandwiches, that'll be your breakfast for this morning. And so I know, again, that was, you know, early 2010s, but I can't think that maybe things aren't that different, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's some of the ways that they might be different. In fact, Jeff Fletcher of the OC Register 
put out a really interesting article on Wednesday regarding the training staff. In the yeah. article, he detailed that Perry hired five new people over last offseason. Uh, Mike Frostad and Matt Biancuzzo, they both returned. Eric Munson's been around for years. Rick Smith has been around for years. Those are all the head athletic trainers. Matt yeah. Tenney has been the head and strength and conditioning coach since 2022. Adam Auer is the assistant strength and conditioning coach. He's in his fifth season. Mike, they have two physical therapists and one massage therapist. And Jeff had the great idea of asking guys who have been on other teams to evaluate what the Angels have. And Grichuk, Anderson, Drury, Wallach, and Phillips all said that the medical and strength and conditioning staff have all been really great with the Angels. So what are the Angels missing or doing wrong here? Are they doing anything wrong or are they just cursed and have bad luck when it comes to medical stuff. It's hard to say, and I think that th that's why we always lean into the cursed conversation, right? It's really <laughs> hard to say what's what's missing. Uh, we, we talked on yesterday's show about how the Angels seem to be a bit understaffed compared to other major league teams in a lot mm -hmm. of different areas. Johnny, I think that maybe it just might be having some extra people around to be able to focus on specific players. Like, more Hey, you're the infield guy. You're the outfield guy. You're the bullpen guy. You're the starting pitcher guy, because the more eyeballs you have on these players, the more that you're going to be able to identify if there's any issues and if they have any tweaks in how they're approaching the game. And I think at this point with the names that are mentioned, perhaps they're just, overwhelmed and I, I don't put the blame on them at all I just think that with what happened this past year this isn't something that you can ignore anymore and as no. Willie Sports pointed out it's been happening for so long it's yeah. not something that you can just say well you know it, it is a thing right it's more than just a thing it's something that you have to address it's something that you have to solve and I would throw a whole lot of cash at it I would throw a whole lot of intellect at it I would throw a whole lot of people at it because it's something that just can't keep continuing to happen with the Angels organization yeah you know there's tons of capable people out there who could come in and maybe provide some answers. Mike, one of the things we talked about yesterday in Sam Blum's article was the fact that the Rays have this staff of 15 people for like physiology and, right. and all kinds of sciences and stuff. And I think that that is kind of crucial to having a training staff, like have, have a sciency group of people behind the training staff to help these guys, you know, make sure they're not doing anything out of the ordinary. And, and I say that fully knowing like Shane McClanahan had to have Tommy John. I understand sure. that the stuff like that's going to happen. Injuries are going to happen. Absolutely. But I think that the Rays show a willingness to be prepared yeah. and have plans in place so that they can address this sort of thing. I think yeah. that ha them having a whole staff like that is, uh, is really good. Somebody, somebody said on YouTube, and it was really good. They said the angels are kind of like, behind the times and the rest of the league is uh scientifically steroided because yeah, like great. in the 90s that's everybody's great. doing steroids yeah and and everyone else goes oh well we'll do them too and and play catch up and now the angels are behind the times scientifically so everybody's scientifically roided up yeah. mike and we're yeah. in the dust <laughs> well i think that that's a great way to to describe this because you you're gonna have the people who are on the front line like the mike frost ads and those types of guys but then to have somebody behind the scenes or somebody that's a layer deeper maybe even two people that are two layers deeper they're, they're going to be able to identify one specific thing that they can communicate to Frostad or they can communicate to the massage therapist or whatever the case might be because they're only going to be able to focus on one particular thing because they have the freedom to do that. And I think the medical staff right now, they're, 
I mean, there, there's probably pages and pages and pages of things that they have to focus on. And so the more help that you can get them, I think that it will be better for these players to be able to identify some things and maybe even bringing in some, I would say, unique, maybe new, trendy things. Like, have they yeah. tried yoga? Have Have they tried <laughs> yoga? Have they tried puppy yoga? Would you give up your puppy for a bit, Johnny, puppy to be yoga. able to have them do puppy yoga, right? Yeah, like, you get lemon in, the, in on get that. Get lemon yeah. in there, right? Because I, th these are the types of things that I think that you need. And and I, I would also say this. I think that if they move in that direction – they they not only need to go young with this team, Johnny. I think they need to go a bit younger with their training staff. Hmm. I think you need some young minds in the room to be able to bring up some new ideas and then filter it through the experience of Frostad and others. But I think young minds in the room, I've experienced this in the organization I lead. I have a lot of young minds around me and then I get to be dad and filter through like what's good and what we need to wait on those types of things. And the ideas that come to me would not be ideas that I would come up with on my own. By the way, if you see uh, me in the angels dugout, that's not me. That's Matt being Cuzzo. He's the guy with the long hair and the glasses. Uh, some people have asked, is that, so is you that John get, Frisch in the You didn't get hired as the scout? Is that I didn't get that us? scouting job yet, but I'm waiting for it. Mike, uh, our friend Jay, the one and only former Retire Salmon 15 on Twitter, he had a, a list here. He said, bring in a sports psychologist for Sandy. Yes. Love Actually, that. I do know that they have one on staff, so yeah. they, they need to uh, have Sandy sit down with him. Just for Sandy. <laughs> Invest more in international scouting. Of course. Yeah. Uh, increase focus on top quality strength and conditioning coaches and trainers, obviously. Hire great baseball minds. And then, Mike, here's some to get excited about. Blank check mm. to Greg Maddox and Nolan Ryan to be the pitching coach. Wow. And finally, burn sage at the stadium. <laughs> That's funny. You know, thinking about Greg Maddox and Nolan Ryan, I think Nolan Ryan is more of a front office guy. Yeah. And he's been in the front office and in, in I think in the Rangers organization and maybe mm – -hmm. Was it another organization or was it just Rangers? I know that he's been in the front office before. Uh, when I think about Greg Maddox, I wonder I wonder what kind of teacher he is because he obviously was a fantastic pitcher and he knew how to paint the corners. In fact, have you seen that meme of a house that said, hey, I asked Greg Maddox yes. to paint my house and all of the side of the house <laughs> is painted, but the middle part of the house is not. And, and I think Greg Maddox has a great eye. In fact, he has been interviewed recently and he's talked about like, how he was successful against Barry Bonds. And he said, I wouldn't throw him a strike. And if I yeah. walked him, I walked him, right? Like, right. and I love that mentality because he's like, it's Barry Bonds. So why would I throw him a strike? I'm not right. gonna challenge him. I'm gonna go after the next guy. And, and I think that that's a piece of what he could bring to this team. And maybe perhaps for these younger guys, letting them know like, hey, here's when you challenge and here's when you don't. Yeah. And here's how you can hit the corners and here's when you don't have to hit the corners. Right. And I would just wonder about his his ability to teach because he hasn't really managed or coached anywhere that I'm aware of. But I, that's an intriguing, intriguing player to a former player to bring over to be a coach for the Angels. By the way, Lemon's out on Puppy Yoga. He's a he's asleep on the job right now. So oh, he's, sweet. I got I got eyes on him. So fire him. Yeah, he's fired. <laughs> hey, coming up on Lockdown Angels, friends, we got a hot take about Shohei Otani, and we also have more of your suggestions on how to make the team better in 2024. We're gonna get to all of that coming right up. Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Ibotta. It's football season, so Angel fans celebrate because we have something to watch and something to enjoy. I love, I love baseball playoffs, but it's also great that we have 
football to watch and we're 49er fans. So that makes it even better. But since it is football season, that means pizza and wings and maybe even some Buffalo chicken dip. Oh, it's so good. I love Buffalo chicken dip, whatever you prefer your tailgate, go all out and get cash back on every purchase with Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items, no matter what you're purchasing. And the average Ibotta user earns $120 a year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip or could be your gas money with gas prices right now. In this economy, other apps give you points that don't amount to much, but with Ibotta, you can get real cash back and that cash can go into your bank account or PayPal, or it can come out as a gift. And using Ibotta is simple. You can link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop, and you can get cash back that easy. Go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app. And when you do, use our promo code MLB. That's Ibotta in the Google Play Store or App Store, and use our code MLB. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Hey, Lockdown Everydayers, you guys are amazing because we have over 250 responses Love it. on our Angels roster 2023 report card uh, that you guys have filled out for us. And Sunday is the due date. If we're going to do report cards and teaching stuff, we're going to say due date. Yeah. Make sure you put your name at the top, uh, right, the right, period right. number, and the, <laughs> and the date. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, but you have a chance to fill that out. It's in the episode description on YouTube, in the episode description on the audio side, whether it's Spotify or Apple or SiriusXM. It's all there in the episode description. So click that link, fill out the report card for each player in 2023, and we're going to share those results Next week, starting Monday, Mike. So I'm like really looking forward to it. Again, get your answers in by Sunday, and we'll make sure they're included in our roster report card. Well, if segment one was health, 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 what would you do in 2024 to help the Angels? Then segment two, Johnny, is going to be coaching, coaching, coaching. That's, That's right. really the theme of this next segment. And jcano 89 on Twitter said, Artie should give Perry full control, control in hiring coaches. If you can lure Kyle Snyder or Brett Strom, that would be a big win. Bring in a veteran manager like Ron Washington or Showalter, re-sign or Shella. If you can't re-sign Show, trade for pitching. Don't sign Shohei, then maybe sign Nola or Giolito. Couple mm. thoughts there, Johnny. I also like was really intrigued by the Ron Washington conversation because Victor Rojas is a fan of his. And there's rumors that Buck Showalter is really interested in coming to the Angels. So both of those names, I think, would benefit the Halos. I think I would lean in the Ron Washington direction. Where would you I, lean? Yeah, I kind of like the idea of Ron Washington as well. And I think you and I discussed this yesterday, or maybe we didn't do it on the show, but you think about like uh, Marcus Simeon and how much he improved just by having Ron Washington be the infield defensive yeah, coach yeah. Uh, with the A's when they were both with the A's for that time. I mean, Marcus Simeon was not a great shortstop or a great no. second baseman, and no. now he's one of the best in the league. Um, so I would like to see how Ron Washington could Im impact there. Showalter's interesting because I think he wants to he wants to win, Mike. He's gotten mm -hmm. teams to the playoffs time and time again, but they – haven't won it all. Fizzle out. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody really put it well. He said, Showalter is great at beginnings and terrible at endings. Yeah. And I kind of feel like even if the Angels weren't going to be that team that gets him to the promised land, I think he could be really good for the Angels in terms of having a manager that they respect. And, and you've brought this up before. A little bit of fear yeah. of letting down. Like you really want a manager that you feel bad when you lose like oh man i let him down i let that guy down 
I think I don't know if they had that with Phil Nevin. Right. I don't know if they had that with Joe Matt. I really think it's Sosha was the last guy that these guys were bummed that they let down, that they were bummed yeah. that they didn't get him the win that time. And so I think I think Showalter could be that kind of guy. Now, he mentioned Kyle Snyder and Brett Strom. Mm-hmm. Brett Strom was with the Astros, was gonna retire, and then he got home and went, you know what? I think I still got it. So now he's with the Diamondbacks yeah. as their pitching coach. Look where they're Kyle, at. Kyle Snyder has been the pitching coach of the Rays since 2018. I think I think they're both going to stay. Yeah. I think I don't know if they're going to have enough to lure them away. They're great ideas, they're great coaches. Yes. Uh, but I just don't think that you're going to be able to pry them away from their situations right now because I think they got a good thing going on. They would be foolish. Diamondbacks, Rays, they'd be foolish to let either of those guys go. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I look at the what else Jake Cano 89 said and uh, re-signing uh, Gio Urshela. I would love to see him come back. I think he he deserves a second shot, and I would love to see him have a second shot because he yeah. was off to a really great start. I wouldn't go near Giolito. I think that Giolito is, is regressing, and I think he's going to get worse. I think he needs to be around a really good pitching coach. I think he needs yeah. to be around a, a team that can figure him out. So Dodgers, Tampa, those types of teams, I think, is where he would really thrive. Uh, I, I love Aaron Nola, um, but I think that there's maybe a, a, a better option. He might be more expensive if we're going to go get a free agent like that, and somebody mentions him later in the show, so we'll talk about that when we get there. Lone Star Halo on Twitter said, bring in Craig Council. Mm. <laughs> Give Shohei Otani a blank check. Here you go. <laughs> take take the same kind of approach as last offseason. Prioritize depth over one splashy free agent. It worked until the entire 40-man was hurt. And <laughs> True. Yeah, he's not wrong. And then pray to rectify the sins of apparently building the stadium on top of an ancient Native American burial ground. That seems to be a recurring theme, Mike. Yep. Listen, <laughs> since you're going to sign up to be uh, the scout, I'll sign up to be the chaplain. I have some credibility there. So there I'll make go. sure that I can burn <laughs> the sage and pray for the repentance of all sins because something's got to happen in this organization, right? On. Good what do you grief. think about what do you think about Craig Council, Mike? I know that uh, that uh, his former GM is now with the Mets, yeah. and Council hasn't committed to coming back to the Brewers. Yeah, uh, David Stearns—that's who it is over with yep. the Mets, and also Billy Epler stepped down yesterday from the right. Mets. So, right, mm-hmm, I don't know. Yeah, that might be. And, and in Council's, is he a free agent? Is that really what it boils down to? He, yeah. has, he doesn't have a contract for the next year yet, so he can kind of sign anywhere. I like Craig Council. I think that he's done a great job with a. I would say a small market team oh, in Milwaukee, sure. and those are the cre- those are the credentials we would need for the Angels. We're not a small market team, but as we mentioned yesterday, there is a small market mentality, and so Craig has been able to really squeeze out the the talent in Milwaukee, even though they haven't had to go and spend a whole lot of money. And perhaps, I mean, if he, gosh. Elvis Peguero had a good season under Craig Council, so maybe maybe <laughs> maybe Craig Council can come and do something with the Halos next season. But with all the success that him and David Stearns had together in Milwaukee, imagine the unlimited checkbook of Steve sure. Cohen and Craig Council sure. and David yeah. Stearns. Like they're they're gonna be a three-headed monster over there. Hey, Nate Darling uh on Twitter said, I want Don Mattingly. Love that and Blake Snell, and And a real pitching coach. Yes. Uh, And then he sent us this graphic of Don Mattingly that says, this is a game of competition and adjustments. It's not showcases or spring training games. What worries me is that we're evaluating on some of the wrong things. You can't evaluate a player simply by exit velocity or launch angle and things like that. Hitting is about situations and adjustments. 
to how you're being pitched to. Hmm. What do you think? Well, that sounds fantastic for this angel team. It doesn't sound fantastic for this angel front office. It right. sounds like there would probably <laughs> be a bit of this, John, a bit of headbutting that would happen with Don Mattingly. And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that what happened in Florida? Didn't they have a bit of tension with him yeah. it, with the Marlins? Yeah, it, it was. And that's kind of one of the reasons why they didn't want to bring him back. They Yeah. yeah so now he's he's bench coaching with Toronto, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Donnie Baseball, I'm a huge fan Donnie of Donnie Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> right, I'm a huge fan of Donnie Baseball. He did well with the Dodgers, and and he he did pretty well with the Marlins. But I think that, you're, again, we've talked about synergy and Perry getting his guy. This doesn't sound like his guy. I love that quote, and I love how he sees the game. It just doesn't sound like he would be a great fit for what Perry and Alex Taman are trying to do in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes to show that like there are great managers out there with a lot of potential, but you have to work within the realm of, again, who owns the team? Yeah. Party. yeah. Who's running the team? Perry Manassian, right? right? And so you got to find guys to create that synergy. Uh, Jacob Kirkup on Twitter said, hey, guys, I think the team needs a coaching staff of experienced winners and playoff experience. What do you think of – uh, from those playoff teams could be good coaches in what positions? Examples like Percival in the bullpen, Lackey is like the pitching coach, Eckstein as like a base or a bench coach. Mm. Mike, I, I don't think that that's a bad idea, but again, it all comes back to synergy with the front office. Yeah. Are you are you carrying out what the front office has for you in terms of, hey, again, we got this guy because he does A, B, and C. So can you get him to do A, B, and C on the field? And then the mm -hmm. other thing I'll say and you and I have talked about this before, I think every single pitching coach in the majors has not done very much in their career. There are, yeah. there are two guys that, and Andrew Bailey is one of them, who like had relatively good success in their careers. The rest mm -hmm. of them were like there for uh, you know a hot minute and then were gone, or they were in AAA, or they've been a minor league pitching coach and they moved up. So it's not a matter of like having a bunch of success it's how well you can communicate with the players yes. and help yes. them carry out the plan. And so while names like that get me excited, and I certainly think that they could thrive, I don't think that career success always equates to the qualities you need in a coach yeah. to get the job done. Now, you were talking about Maddox earlier and kind of having that bulldog mentality. I think Lackey could be that guy, like sure. when when to, when to attack and when not to and sure. stuff like that, even Percival. Um Eckstein would be an interesting choice as well. But I think when it comes to coaching and success, it really matters how much the coaches can communicate a plan to the players on the field. Lockdown Angels is brought to you by FanDuel. You can get in on all the NFL action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the right time and a good time to get in on all the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options like the spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season the right way FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL getting into our last set of fan mail suggestions on how to improve this team in 2024 and a lot of these ones are about the future Mike and mm -hmm. maybe signings or coaching or managerial stuff uh, classic cards one of my favorite follows on Twitter he said 
if they do re-sign Shohei, I think Artie sells the team. And mm. I asked him, well, what do you mean by that? He said, Artie is all about money. He flirted with selling before. He could try to pull a Marlins-Stanton situation where he re-signs Shohei for a big contract, then sells the team for a premium, and then he wouldn't have to be the one to pay that contract. Now, interesting. I think that's interesting as well, and I, it makes me think of what we were all saying last year. This team is so much more valuable in terms of a selling price with Shohei Otani on it. And the fact that he withdrew from selling the team and didn't sell it when he had the chance, and now that they don't have Shohei under contract for next season as of right now, I think they left a lot of money on the table, Mike, in terms of yeah. selling this team. Don't you agree? Yeah, 100%. And I, Shohei makes this team so much more valuable. And, and you know, I think they they missed the boat in not selling last season. And there isn't a guarantee that he is going to come back. You and I both have this gut feeling. A lot of Angel fans have a feeling that he is going to come come back. I think you have a bigger gut feeling than I do. I think I'm it not. is more me than you, right? I'll, I'll take that. And, you know, there's there's rumors about him and being connected with the Red Sox and, and, and that – seems that's a weird one it seems reasonable in my mind and I, the reason why it seems reasonable is because i think that he would thrive in boston i think the fans would love 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 him he'd and hit around that pesky pole he'd hit home runs wrap him around the would, pole he would get 50 home <laughs> runs in the first month there so and yeah, tons I, of automatic doubles because he would bounce yep. him over the short oh he would totally bounce over <laughs> and he's that smart of a hitter he could totally do that johnny i did this is off topic just a bit but i did see a great tweet i think it was uh to at super halo bros where somebody said hey could we make a trade of like bad contract for bad contract and so somebody said could we give the yankees randone and we would take Giancarlo stanton and i yeah. was like man that actually i wouldn't mind seeing Giancarlo stanton in anaheim right I like know. because because we just bad attitudes has really been what has sunk the ship in the last couple of years yeah uh, stanton's an interesting one especially if we need a dh next right. season i mean that that could be a good fit but i know that his bat's not quite stanton levels and right uh doesn't really play the outfield much anymore but again I, I, first? <laughs> I don't think they i don't think the yankees would take that deal like no. i don't think they want rendon over there no no because it's four years i don't know how long the years are for each each contract but yeah it would it would be a bad trade for a bad trade right yeah exactly hey uh zorro on twitter said the coaching staff is an obvious need yep I, but this is the one i wanted to highlight stop getting the best players available yeah but the correct players yes. for this team we need leaders that can guide these young guys yeah i think that was a really interesting thought in that process stop getting the best players available but the correct players for this team uh i think a good example of that is you know they wanted garrett cole they didn't get him so the next best guy was anthony rendon at the time yeah. to be honest yeah. and i i still contend the angels needed a third baseman because they didn't really have anybody in the pipeline they didn't have anybody coming up sure and so i don't think that rendon was a bad signing but going back to zorro's point don't get the best players, get the right players for yeah. this team. What are your thoughts? Well, remember when we talked about the Angels of of the 90s and and you asked me like what what was it that helped build up to the to the 2000s and why they were really good? And we talked about how the Angels didn't just go get the big free agent. Mm -hmm. They found the right pieces. Gene mm -hmm. Autry was notorious in in signing some really big names to yeah. bring him to Anaheim because he wanted to win, right? But he was also not bringing in, I would say, the most appropriate piece for mm -hmm. the team. Now, it did work out more often than it worked out for Artie Moreno with Gene Autry, but he was a baseball fan and really loved this team. But I think that this this uh, uh, Zorro on Twitter is 
spot on. I, I really think that we need to find the correct pieces. Like what, what's the best piece for this team right now and mm-hmm. go and get that Perry Manassian needs to say, not Trey Turner, let's get four other players. And he needs to do that again in this off season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Aggie Nikki, one of our favorite listeners on Instagram, he said, nail the fundamentals, build the culture. We all want to see and manage expectations. Number yeah. one, I'll go back to what our nephew said a few weeks ago, Mike. The Angels forgot how to play boring, fundamental baseball. Mm -hmm. And I love that quote because it's so true. Like, they forgot how to play boring, basic baseball when it comes to defense and moving runners over and bunting and things like that. And that in and of itself is interesting baseball. That's fun to watch because your team is doing the right things and scoring. Building a culture we all want to see. Mike, you've you've brought this up before and you've mentioned how it takes – about three years for somebody yep. to put their fingerprint yep. on an organization. And Perry's coming up on year four because mm-hmm. yeah, 21, 22, 23. Yeah. So year four yeah. and, and managing expectations. I like that in the sense of rather than saying, well, we plan on competing again next year. Like not to say that their angels or Perry Manassian are going to go out there and say, well, we, we really don't stand a chance. I'm not asking tank. for that, but like, <laughs> Like, hey, we got a good group of young guys, and we want to see how far they can take us. Yeah. Isn't that different than saying, like, we plan on being competitive? Sure. And you know what I'm saying? Sure. And so I like the idea of managing expectations in the sense of, yeah, maybe we need to reel it in a little bit and and be realistic. Yeah. But speak to the culture for a minute. Do you think this is the year Perry gets his hands on the team and leaves his thumbprint on this culture? When we talk about getting a new manager and we talk about having a bit of fear – and and not wanting to let the manager down john we have two players specifically that have that built into them logan ohapi and zach netto yeah because both of those guys have sat in the dugout they watched other teams celebrate and they you can tell they really want to win and i would even add mickey moniak into that mickey mm-hmm. moniak and the things that he has said in the in the conversations interviews he's had after the season Mickey has really been honest and said, Hey, thanks for hanging in, in there with us. We're going to get there. We're going to get mm-hmm. there. And I like the, I like the anim, uh, animosity optimism. That's what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. I like the optimism, but when you talk about fundamental baseball, I think that's a part of the culture, John. And here's what I mean by that. Why it's so needed for this team is because you have a shortstop that understands I'm going to throw this ball the third. And he did mm-hmm. it a couple of times and he got the runner out at third. This is why time. you need, fundamental baseball and it's part of the culture because that third baseman needs to be ready and when if when Hifo's in this starting lineup he needs to know that he's got to hustle after that ball yep. i think shawnawell understands his role on the other side of things as well i think i think the reality is is that fundamental baseball is a part of the culture and it yeah. must be it cannot be negotiated in 2024 absolutely not last uh, suggestion comes from our friend james russell barton on instagram he said hot take don't re-sign Otani. Hmm. I love him, but that money could go to actual pieces we need. Yeah. Now, in this world of already owns the team, we have to deal with it. Perry's in charge. We have to deal with it. Otani and using the money they would spend on Otani for other pieces. I actually agree with that. Agreed. Yeah. I think the area that frustrates me, Mike, is that we are operating under this already owns the team. Perry's yes. in charge. Yeah. Because this team and the money it makes and the money that Otani brings in should be able to bring Otani back and pay for other players yeah. they would use with 
Otani money. Am I yeah. wrong? No, not wrong at all. And gosh, I love the suggestion of Blake Snell earlier in the show. And I think that he could be somebody the Angels could go after if they don't sign Otani. But you're right. There should be room for all of that. And yeah. if there's not going to be room, then I think James it, it hits, hits the, the nail on the head because we can use that resource, $30 million, $40 million, and allocate that for maybe two really good starting pitchers or maybe one really good starting pitcher and a bullpen guy because I think that that would be the, the best way forward. This team needs pitching. They need some help there. And to use that resource, I think, would be wise. It's unfortunate because the best uh, scenario is that we have Otani and all of the other pieces that the Angels need. It's not going to happen with Arnie Marino. It should right. have. But it's just not going to happen with Artie. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, you can grade the players, and we're going to talk about it next week. So check out that link in the episode description. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at Locked On Angels and at Super Halo Rose on Twitter and Instagram. And connect uh, with us on YouTube. Leave a comment. Hit that like button. Subscribe. We'd love to hear from you. Mike, what do we have on deck for Monday's show? All week long, we're going to be talking about what you want to talk about. We're going to talk about all the grades and comments that you've made about each of the players. Really looking forward to that. So we're going to start on Monday on Locked on Angels. And we're going to take it, you know, by infield, outfield, pitchers, bullpen, all that stuff. So we're going to take it group by group. All right, friends, have a great weekend. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.